Oh yeah. That's one way to start things. <laughs> An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an Elegant Weapon episode 384. My name is Jay, J.M. Clark, Jay the Jedi Ross, Ross Jedi Jay. And it is so wonderful to be back here with you again on the show. Good times. We got a lot of exciting stuff going on right now. Joining me for all this exciting stuff, ladies and gentlemen, my brother in pod, Host of the Points of Interest podcast, Mr. Josh L. Hawkes. Hawks. It's me. There he is. Right cool. there, kids. Uh, how y'all doing? Man, Everybody doing well? First. Everybody uh, all quarantined nice? That's uh, one way to do podcast, it. Mr. Oh, Josh L. Oh, sounds coming from everywhere. Yep, I'm, I'm getting looped back. That's what happens when you try to expand these doing? windows to, doing well? Everybody... to share stuff on the Facebook. Still can't quite figure it out. Uh, good morning, everybody. Look, brand new studio. That's right. We're coming to you from a brand new location. First episode, premiere episode from the unknown, unnamed podcast studio. Still haven't come up with a name for this place. I don't know. Maybe we'll do something fun with you kids. Maybe we'll have some kind of contest or something. Oh, look at this. We already got uh, a whole bunch of crap flowing in here. Let's where, go. Right. Where are you oh. posting this at? Well, this is on an Elegant Weapons Facebook page. Thank you. And right now, I'm about to share it as we always do uh, on my personal page. But if everybody's watching for personal pages or other pages, I'm going to be following along on the comments uh, on an Elegant Weapons Facebook page because that's where this feed is originating from. Uh, we're already talking to uh, Miss Crystal Hope. Just in time, yes, you are. Jason Ward, good morning to you, sir. Uh, Crystal is on theme with us guys having a little two J's later party here with my good friend Josh uh, Jason Ward you just woke up and you're glad that you did of course you are Crystal your new place looks so nice already behind you P.S. I'm making you a housewarming gift oh that's that's tremendous I like gifts especially to warm my home that's always good times indeed yes huzzah Mr. Dirk Manning thanks uh, for Mr. tuning Dirk. in everybody uh, this is it. This is my brand new podcast studio here. Uh, like I just said, we'll have to come up with some sort of uh, naming process, but I'm sure we won't have any problems with that. So, uh, you, thanks, your one wall yeah. is more decorated than my entire apartment is. <laughs> you do live a bit of a minimalistic life over there, don't you? It's a bit of a monastic I, situation. I always have, though. Like, I, I, decorating hasn't been a thing until. You know, now in my 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 older years, <laughs> where I actually want to display things, um, I, I I used to have all the toys that I owned on display at a house I shared with a, a girlfriend, and I'm sure she loved every minute of that. <laughs> well, uh, the cute vixen uh, over there. Um, I'll fill people in on everything in a sec, but yeah, she just did have to endure 12 years of, uh, of, of a rather, rather nerdy environment. So mm. she'll get a bit of the pod pad. That's a nice suggestion. There we go. Um, yeah. the, 
you know, something simple is always nice. Uh, so for those of you who know me and know me and know me and have been with the show for a long time, which is probably anybody listening or hearing, but if anybody new out there uh, knows, uh, I have just recently moved. Um, I was in a relationship with uh, a girl for a very long time. We had a child together. Uh, after we ended that relationship, we continued to live together in order to co-parent the child because we are very, very close. Uh, we're still besties. And, uh, you know, we didn't, our relationship didn't end through any kind of, uh, you know, nefarious means or, you know, nobody screwed anybody. So everything was kind of cool. Uh, just something that uh, needed to go another way. So it went another way. Uh, then we spent three years together as roommates and besties raising our son together. Uh, our son, you know, benefited greatly from this, in my opinion. And somehow we pulled it off. Uh, and it got to a point where it was just time for the next step in the evolution of what is us and our relationship and the Jedi Ross himself. So we decided that it was time for me to get my own space I have not had my own space since I was 24 years old, Josh. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I, I, I used that to be married. It is. Like, I used to be married, and my ex-wife moved in with me pretty much when I was 24 years old. Okay. So since then, I have been cohabitating with other individuals, and now... I'm not. It's just me and my kitty. Although the Padawan, of course, is uh, that is continuing, of course. Uh, you know, um, he'll be here half the time, 50% uh, of the time. The Padawan will be hanging out. So he's going to be here all the time and uh, he'll still be popping in and out. Um, before we get too far into stuff, though, uh, on the podcast, we've been trying to return to our roots a little. Uh, I've taken a few weeks off hardcore Kickstarter interviews as to bring back a little more of the loving free flow conversation that this podcast was created for uh, and was built on. Um, so we're going to take it real far back right now. Mm. Real far back. Years back. First, I'm going to take a little sip of tea from my Lord Veda mug. And then taking it, taking it extremely far back, ladies and gentlemen, please excuse me while I flick my back. Holy shit. Yeah, there's something that you haven't seen in a long time inside the house. Uh, yeah, not a regular, super regular thing. Uh, no, I don't want people not to in the 10 years I've known you. I think you've only I've only seen you smoke in the house maybe three times. Well, I've always had the kid and uh, the yeah. kid will be here a lot. So don't please, please don't think I'm turning this into some sort of, you know, opium esque smoke den. I'm not. But I thought for the premiere of this brand new studio uh, sitting here with the window wide open in a very spacious area that I could enjoy a few puffs uh, along with you kids and my good friend, Josh. So here we go. Um, yeah, I've moved. I'm in a new studio. I'm still in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, but I'm a little more downtown, a little more in the core, a little more experiencing of the city life. Uh, you asked me earlier how everything went, and it was nuts. Uh, I had some amazing help uh, from some amazing people. Uh, shout outs to Aaron and Mia um, and Megan and everybody for having my back. You know, that was a bunch of broad names I just said to. I did huh? notice. That, yeah. where's, all, where's all the brothers out there to help a fella, huh? 
Uh, right. Actually, I didn't ask for any help because what I did, I basically, I didn't have a, a shit ton of stuff to move. So I just did like a hundred car trips over a week. Sure. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I should have realized I should have put it all in one thing at the same time, but uh, yeah, no. So it was a long week of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, and having finally, maybe two weeks later after having begun the process, I'm here, I'm settled, I'm set up, um, and you know, we're good to go. So there you are. Uh, what's Jay Ward saying here? Needed a Vader soundbite when taking that sip of tea. That's one to add to the repertoire. I mean, I'm going to make a, a to-do list of things to do, uh, mm. fun new ways we're going to experience the show here. Crystal would have helped, uh, but wouldn't add to the testosterone. No, it's all good. I don't need, you know, that's the thing. My life is full of amazing, beautiful estrogen I, all over the place. You know what I mean? I've always been lucky that way from being raised by Scottish women. Maybe that's why I've tended to always surround myself with amazing women. Um, but I, I'm a very lucky um, that I have a strong base of very strong women in my life uh helping me out in a lot of different ways i lean on them constantly um you know and i'd be nowhere without them so it's pretty pretty cool you know very much so um it's it's funny how it doesn't matter how how close and tight you are with your friends as soon as you have to go anywhere with a box people <laughs> people somehow just don't have time for you it's, I'm, it's sure, kind of, I'm sure yeah. I could have asked plenty of folks who would have been more than happy to help, but uh, these are just the immediates and they were already there and gung ho. And like I said, I didn't have a massive amount of stuff to move, but here we are. Sam Noir, good morning to you, sir. Uh, if everybody hasn't seen the last few episodes, get on there because Sam has been joining me for our Mandalorian reviews. Are you up on your Mandalorian, Josh? Yeah, I, I watched it last night and uh, it's, it's nice that, uh, uh, are we are we spoiling here? Well, I was about to say, I was about to cut you off because uh, before we even get into talking about something like the Mandalorian, uh, I want to talk about the spoiler uproar that occurred uh, over the last few episodes. It's been building. There's something weird about this show where a lot of people feel the need or not feel the need, but feel for some reason it's OK to spoil it. Um, hmm. I think a lot of us. I don't know why, but there is something about this show that people have just been gung-ho spoiling the crap out of it. And I don't know why. And there was a lot of upset people yesterday fighting back. And there was a lot of uh, shaming going on for all that spoiling. And I'm, I agree, you know, at least give it a couple days. You know, I say there should be, it comes out on a Friday. Nobody should be allowed to talk about it till at least the next Monday. Right. And if you're going to have your instant podcast reviews, like I'm about to say, spoilers, spoiler alert. Lots of spoilers. Don't watch because we're going to spoil stuff if we talk about it. And uh, for some reason, a lot of people, uh, you may want to run away, Crystal. I'm, I, I can't not talk about what's been going on. So maybe take a break and catch the rest of this video later. I'm so sorry. But to those of you who don't want to be spoiled, um, I completely understand that as well. But yeah, there's a lot of people who've been lacked in their posts. So I think everybody needs to watch out and be a little more careful. Um about you know what they're posting out there because for some reason there's been a free-for-all going on with the mandalorian i don't I, understand I have people's noticed, loose attitude with it i have noticed especially with this episode uh i saw rumblings on the internets uh much like last episode there was a lot of rumblings but nothing nothing that said you know spoiler 
Well, I think there's been some confusion with spoilers and the level of spoiling on this show because I think people are calling out things as spoilers that aren't necessarily spoilers. And you know, there's things that we know were coming. We knew Ahsoka coming was coming. We knew Boba Fett was coming. Yeah. We right. knew who was directing certain episodes. Like it wasn't a hard guess to figure out what was going to happen in these things. So is going on the internet and saying, holy shit, Boba Fett, is that really spoiling it? Because if you didn't think that boy Boba Fett was about to show up, I, I don't know where you were at with the show. You know right. what I mean? So right. yes, right. it is a spoiler to say that Boba Fett was there, but uh, you know, that one's kind of walking the edge. It's more, you know, you don't spoil plot points. You don't spoil huge surprises. I don't think that Boba Fett being on the Mandalorian was a surprise in any way. No, because um, I, think, I think that, well, since even episode one, people thought that some of the Mandalorians that were in the background could have been Boba Fett. People were freeze framing and going frame by frame and looking at that. Um, we, we all suspected that was Boba that uh came to the the lady's aid in that season one episode that showed up in this episode completely yeah uh, we saw the armor yeah. i mean so to yeah to think that it, you don't think it's gonna happen or you're not gonna see him is is being ridiculous um but it is kind of spoilery i think to to throw out there when something does happen in the episode absolutely you know like an event. not like and i'm talking about appearances as well i mean i'd be kind of psyched if we saw guido you know and i'd be bummed out if we right uh, you, know. you know what i'm saying like if we got spoiled on it uh before seeing it um see sam sort of agrees i don't consider certain characters showing up uh is the spoiler although i guess there are the folks who are waiting to ca- to watch the entire season at once no they don't get a say the people sorry if you're waiting to binge this entire thing at once you better hide from the internet because i'm not waiting yeah. uh, eight weeks for you to get on board uh, that's not happening you no. need to shun yourself from the interwebs if that's your plan as beautiful it is and as wonderful as it would be to sit down and binge the mandalorian you don't get that privilege on this one. This the, You have to respect the fact that we are going to go back to the 50s and serialize it like they did. And that was what all of this came from, was these Saturday morning serials where you had to wait till next Saturday to catch the, uh, you know, to catch the next, you know, installment in the next chapter or whatever, right? So I think that's crazy. But I mean, certain things like we knew Ahsoka was coming last episode. Mm-hmm. Dave Filoni was directing that episode. You knew it was going to happen. Certain things I would have considered a spoiler is that you saw her right away. Like the first shot of the show was bam, her face. Like everybody thought she would probably show up at the end or something. And she ends up having this major presence. I even said at the beginning of that episode, while the, you know, the, the um, recaps are happening, like, well, you know, if Ahsoka is in this episode, it'll be at the end. It'll be a over the shoulder face shot. Yeah. You know, cut to black. So it was uh, exciting to see that it was right away, you know, because I was totally convinced they were going to uh, uh, tease her for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, no, they just stuck her in there, and also in a way that she could not show up again. And they maybe do give her her own show or something nuts. So, you know, what's Jay Ward saying? Uh, I remember the time when you would talk to a friend. Oh, I just lost that there. I got to go back up. Uh, I remember the time when you would talk to a friend and they would talk about a movie in detail and it would hype you. Oh my God. The comments coming too fast. 
uh, would talk about a movie in detail and it would hype you up more to actually go see the movie. This is true. Um, we did do that. We were less with the spoilers when we were kids, I think. You know, we wanted to share that crap. I remember I learned most of what I learned about comic books through being in a comic book club. I used to hang out with a couple of people, a couple of friends, Jeff Walker, Sond Lima. And back in like grade six, seven, eight, we had a comic book club. And we just get together and we read each other's comics and hang out and talk comics, play some uh, D&D. But we would tell each other the entire arcs of things that we hadn't oh, read sure. or were gonna like that's how i learned all my captain america i hardly read any captain america but i knew all that captain america lore because of these guys spewing it out and filling me in and then i would fill in the, them in when, on whatever i was reading right so yeah we were kind of maybe a little easier about it back then but i mean also these stories weren't weren't as crazy right right yeah it, same thing i i wasn't a big comic reader as a kid but I, I felt I was fairly schooled in X-Men uh, just by uh, the cartoons and my friends just filling me in of all the information from the trading cards, the comic books, the this, the that. And I'm like, oh, OK. You know, I feel that we all as kids knew that Han saved Chewie. But none of us, you know, had any books per se at the time where we came up with these theories. It was just something that we kind of all collectively thought well, they of didn't come too far, far after you know i mean those, right they started I mean, writing books and games those, and stuff like very I mean, it could have been one of those after. things where you know some, my friend's older siblings had the books and fed that information to them they fed it to me I, I, i'm sure that's how it happened but right right yeah that's how i remember learning about a lot of things but i wonder if star wars was the thing that really brought spoil spoiler culture to its infancy you know, were people that concerned about big surprises in movies before I Am Your Father? You know, I mean, like before I can't that big people reveal? running out and, and spoiling the Coneheads movie. Right. Can you think of any other movie that had a, a surprising spoiler within its, you know, trilogy than that? I don't think anything the movies didn't have that kind of shocking moment beforehand in the middle of a series, at least that you knew you'd be getting another movie. Right? I mean, at least until the Marvel movies started coming out. I think that's that 40 years before, like there's just another feather in star Wars cap of something of another way. It changed everything, you know? Um, what did you think of the big production club? What the guy in the thing? Yeah. I didn't even notice it. I don't care, man. They've no. already, I, I don't, it. I don't care. I just think it's funny that, uh, cause it, like I said, I, I think I posted something saying that you're pretty hard pressed to find, uh, errors like that in Star Wars, and there's a few, uh, but that one's pretty blatant, I thought. No, it totally was. Yeah, I was really surprised that they missed it. I was surprised that something like that got through. Absolutely, right. like I didn't it, it, find it so much funny as shocking. Like, wow, especially with a show where they're so on point with the details, right? Sure, yeah. it, so people that got uh, early screenings of that episode, it was definitely in there. It was in some of the production shots as well, like of the. Episode. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, and then and it's it's it was like a digital thing that people sign into. Right. We got and some suggestions uh, here. Uh, the crying game. That's a good point. Um, but again, after Star Wars, right? Um, there were lots of them that came after Star Wars. I'm talking. Was there any beforehand? That's what I can't think of any huge surprising things. I mean, 
when we were children when Star Wars came out, like infants. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for us to think of anything that came out before that, but. We was young, and Sam mentions here that maybe because of the isolation, we're all starving for must-see TV, and we're bursting at the seams to talk about stuff. You know, it's a. Let me ask you: Has I, I has the election lightened things at all, or do things feel the same? Like, what's what's the general Coloradian uh, feeling? Soylent Green, Planet of the Apes, excellent. Now you're thinking, Sam. Excellent points. Yeah. Um. To answer your question, um. I mean, I don't really, I don't really dip my toes too much in the political life and and the feel of things in, in the state. Right, but generally um, everybody's usually talking about this crap. Yeah, right? I, I would say, it is, I mean, most of that type of conversation that I'm around happens at work, and everybody was pretty uh, pretty damn happy with the results. Problem is, it's still 2020, and <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's. Um, it's you know I think people, I've spoken to people that have said that they're hanging on by a thread, yeah, just in life and uh, yeah I well, there's parts of that that I can totally understand. Going back to what you're saying, you know we're all excited and want to talk about it. We it just goes further goes to show that we're all social people and this this being away from each other is is definitely take an effect on a lot of people yeah i'm hoping with the news of these vaccines and things coming along you know but i mean it's it's weird how it's worse than ever we were expecting to get locked down here in hamilton yesterday and it didn't actually happen so it's it's gotten to a confusing point where nothing has worked it just keeps getting worse and uh you know how much more can you talk about it? Maybe we might have to try some sort of drastic alternate remove, uh, you know, thing. Sam's Sam's spouting off a whole bunch here. He's got his head in the zone now. Uh, every episode of the Twilight Zone, Citizen Kane, Psycho, every murder mystery. <laughs> well, I don't mean in like a murder mystery way, just a story that had a shocking twist, you know, but these are all great examples, Sam. Um you know, even the Wizard of Oz, you could say, where the Wizard of Oz himself ends up being a real guy at the end, right? That's that's a twist. You know, don't look behind the curtain. That's one of right. the original episode of Twilight Zone. Citizen. What? I just heard myself. There was a little bit of a loop going on there. That was weird. Um, yeah, I think people are tired of the quarantine talk, but now there's the vaccinations that are, you know, reinvigorating stuff. I don't know. It's a weird time, man. I think everybody's pushing and just trying to concentrate on Christmas right now and have some sort of joyous time. You know, I've seen a lot of people going hard with the Christmas this year, and I don't blame them at all. Hard and early because it's it's nuts, you know. I was just having a conversation, I believe, yesterday. Um, someone was telling me about how someone they know went all out decorated their whole house for christmas and knowing that nobody's really going to be there it was just for them and i'm like you know some people it's not christmas until the house is completely decorated like yeah griswold um it's tradition right the only reason we do this thing is tradition it's it's completely you know i see nothing wrong i'm a big fan of tradition you know as long as it's not harming or holding anything back uh, certain traditions are very important to keeping connected and linked to the past right sure and sure. i do think that festively celebrating the solstice in whichever way you do whether it's religious or non-religious is uh, something humans have always done the changing of the seasons the changing of the tide the turning of the earth 
It's something that helps keep us in tune with the earth itself to a certain extent. And I think it's important to do that. So as much as I'm a very non-religious person, I'm all behind Christmas because I see the joy it brings in my child's eyes. Sure. He's just getting gifts or whatever, but you know, there is that feeling. I walked into, uh, you know, his mother's house the other day and they were playing Christmas carols, but not like, you know, you're kind of like, I usually play like the fifties kind of Christmas carols, you know, those kind of retro ones, but they're playing like the, the hardcore operatic good King Wentzless, you know, choir, like backed, christmas carols and you still can't help but feel it you know what i mean i walk in there and it's all of a sudden you're in christmas and uh you know i got the tree right here it hasn't been trimmed yet because the padawan's coming over um to help me with that so that's just waiting to be trimmed but we're not having christmas here christmas is happening over there yet i'm still putting up this tree because i want my place to feel joyous like christmas and there's no other reason than that right you look at it you feel nice pretty lights Santa's a jolly, inviting, positive, you know, character. (laughs) So I see the sense in it. If people need it this year, of course, of all the things to lean on, Christmas is what you would lean on, right? Totally, totally. Um, uh, I was I was just talking to my mom the other day that you know that Christmas this year, you know, despite you know everything wanting to be traditional, it's probably not going to be this year, and. You know, that's on a okay. much smaller, smaller scale. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. Because yeah. one, we have the technology to be together. Here we are right here. Right. Yeah. To be together and not be close to each other. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm okay with foregoing total tradition, com- the, the whole thing for one year. So we all can, can continue to do it for years to come. If that makes sense. Um, you're, you're like off in a little world there. No, I was just reading a comment. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, we won't have parades and we won't have big family gatherings, or at least we shouldn't. And, um, you know, it's going to make it a smaller scale, but it, there's no reason it can't exist in some way for sure. You know, um, yeah. Jason Ward is just saying my life hasn't really changed. I've been ordering groceries for a while, but now having my own place as well, I've been limiting people coming over instead of having big dinner parties and he's not visiting others. It's a smart way to be, you know, um, or, uh, what's Sam saying here? There's no internet either. Uh, going back to, yeah, the spoilery stuff, you know, you didn't have to worry. You're just hanging around the water cooler. Right. But, um, you know, for those who wanted to go early and hard on Christmas, I got your back. You know, fuck it. Put that tree up right after Halloween because Halloween was so shitty. Right. I mean, Halloween was really hard because it's the type of event where you go out and there's a mm-hmm. huge activity to it. Christmas doesn't have so much an activity as it does. Um, a uh, what you call it? Uh, just like a theme, you sit down, you open some presents. This is about as active as it gets other than tipping the elbow. Right. So. I don't know. I'm going to lean into it a little, enjoy a dinner with my immediate family. Sure. You know, I don't even know if I'll see my own mother for Christmas this year, but it's one year, like you say, you know? Right. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, you know, the numbers here anyway, they were pretty bad a few weeks ago. And, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen the numbers have gotten any worse or better, but you know, for me to feel comfortable to have everybody over at the house, it's gotta be a pretty damn low number. Right. 
because we have, you know, four different households that would be joining together. And that's just, you know, there's only one of those four households that work from home. It's too much. Just everybody stay home with your immediate family, enjoy some weed and some, you know, eggnog and and chill and eat Eat your asses up. So, you know what I did the last two weeks? You know, you know, I've been living all healthy now, right? And doing my whole thing. Yep. I kind of suspended severe uh, control of that over the past two weeks. Cause I've just had so much other stuff to think about with well, moving and doing the apartment. I was just like, fuck it. I'm not going to count my calories this week. Not even really going to watch what I eat. Um, I'm happy to report that I didn't come out too bad on the other end uh, as far as weight gain or muscle loss, but man, I feel like crap. Like I've mm. just been full of chocolate and sugar and meat and nonsense. Like I've just overindulged <laughs> on the comfort food and candy Right. Just to keep, just to you know, hold on through this like crazy move. Um, so now I'm starting to try to wean off it again, and it's really difficult. But we'll get there. Um, next week I'll try to get really bad, really hard back on that horse again. But man, I've just been like Eminem peanuts are like my Achilles heel, right? Like mm. I just I, I I can barely go a day without eating Eminem peanuts. I have a serious addiction to these these things. And I don't know why, but I have no control, no control. Like people know, do not bring them into my house or they'll disappear. Do not give them to me. Do not buy me a giant bag for like Christmas or my birthday and say, oh, you know, you eat a little bit of time. I will sit down. I will eat that pillowcase size bag of peanut M&Ms in one sitting. I have an issue. I'm aware of the issue and I can't control the issue. So So you need need like uh, a... what's what's the word uh like little baggies that's not it's not what i'm looking for um they need to be like like you need like to need a shit ton of like ration that's yeah. the word i was looking yeah. for you yeah you need like a shit ton of the snack size but i but, can't ration myself but, but the thing is is that only one of those bags comes out of a little thing a day yes you that, figure out some way to lock these in a box it's just like out. a timer uh, well yeah if I could get like one of those cat feeders, you mm. know, that only at certain times they the release the cat that, food. The thing is, is that you have thumbs. I Cats do. don't have thumbs. They can't. It would have to be locked or something, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, some sort of locking dispensing device. It's like I'm going to be putting myself the reason in some why sort that of Pavlov's dogs experiment on my own terms, right? Yeah, that, that's why those, those work for pets. They, they, don't, they don't have thumbs. Oh, no, I'm dropping shit. Oh, so well, yesterday... Nothing like the first joint burn in the carpet. No carpet. It's all nice laminate. This place has been really renoed really nice. So nice, nice. here I am filling it with smoke and shit. But it's that kind of smoke that don't linger. It's, I can see it all getting sucked out into the into the window here, which is like right at street level on Main Street. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of wonderful fumes coming back from out there into the in here as well, I'm sure. Um, I woke up yesterday and I did one of these, you know, this where you just stretch, you know, you just bring out the elbows, bring in the fists and you do like a, like a typical yawn stretch. Right. Sure. And as I'm doing it, I don't know what I did, but I, I pulled a tendon or a muscle in my back shoulder so badly. I, I can hardly move like I'm better today. I'm so doped up on rollbacks. I've taken a lot of rollbacks in the past two days um, just to be mobile and not feeling this pain, but I, couldn't believe that I would mess myself up that bad instantly. I wasn't awake for five seconds. 
like it's it was the awake where eyes open and you go and you do this and i went oh and i felt it right away and i was like i haven't been awake three seconds and i'm ruined that's how old and like you know brittle i've actually got i was gonna say we're we're getting old i don't know if maybe i'm not stretching enough anymore but i was never i've never been a big fan of stretching because it uh i don't know it it felt like overstretching to warm up to me Mm. in a weird way i would see people get hurt more after they stretch but i don't know maybe i have to change that old school attitude because man, it's it hurts. <laughs> it really does. I have to like ice it and heat it and this and that. And of course, I've been self-medicating. So I'm gonna go on a hike today. And I'm hoping that you know I'll have to pop some more Robacks. But I'm gonna go to one of the wonderful places in Hamilton here um, to hike. And ah, I found this to come along with me on my hike. Now check this out. Uh, trailblazer. Is it, it looks backwards? Is it everybody? No, it's, it's it's correct. Okay, it's correct. I like your. I like the THC symbol. I like uh, that it's uh, a maple leaf. Oh yeah, it, you have a weed seen, leaf. It uh, kind of incorporated. It kind of looks the same. Yeah, like opposite colors. I hadn't really yeah. thought about that, but that is our general. That's on everything, anything uh, at all. That's so, that's Canada's. So y'all know. That's Canada's so, weed symbol right there. So Anything, I can show you Colorado's here. Oh, it's similar. Like, yeah. Mine's it's, prettier, it's, it's, I think. I think. Yeah. So that's, way, there it goes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So then it used to be for medical, there was a little M uh, in there as well. All right on. Medical weed. Right, but right. They, they changed Change so this is from uh, who is this? For? Is this the company? I guess. Yeah, this is Cushmas Sticks. Oh, how appropriate! So Trailblazer is the is, is the company name, right? Um, this is apropos for anybody not following me on Instagram. Um, you may be following an elegant weapon um, on Instagram. I'm also under Arbor One Kenobi. A R B O R. Juan Kenobi. Um, and that's where I do all my other fun stuff. My, I do it a, an insane amount of hiking and nature stuff. And that's where I display all of that. And we've been letting it leak into the show a little bit more these days. Um, and whatever, what I always hashtag on that is when I do a hiking uh, selfie out there is I, I hashtag it trailblazer. Get it? Blazer. Hmm. Huh. Um, and then I, f- I found this in uh, Sessions. Shout out to Sessions, my favorite cannabis store at this point. Um, what an amazing place. If you want great, great service uh, and super well-trained people from even pre their time at Sessions, which is one of the reasons why it's probably such a great place. Shout out to MMJ OG. Um, yeah, so Trailblazer. And I'm going to go out there and enjoy this on the trails later today. So you will see a product of that. So I pulled that out there. Um, What did I say? It was Cushmas Sticks. Yeah. It's uh, 140 milligrams here. uh, 10 mil. It's not super high. It's only like a 10. So. Yeah. But what is it though? Indica. Brownie. Is it? Oh, no. It's a joint. Mm -hmm. Look. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. It's a pre-roll. So straight up, oh, yeah, it looked like a, it looked, totally looked like an edible box. Yeah, no, that's why it was weird. It really stuck Enjoy. out to me, you know, the whole thing here. So I'm gonna give it a shot. And uh, it's not a wasted packaging for a joint. 
dude it's it's insane that's the number one horrible thing about the industry here is canada oh here i don't know well. if it's the same other wares, but these giant they'll give you one of these things for a gram you know and it's like it's ridiculous it's totally ridiculous i mean i know a lot of it's recyclable but half the recycling that goes out there doesn't even get recycled uh you know the ontario government admitted a while ago that maybe 10 percent of everything that we send for recycling actually gets recycled because we just can't afford that much processing of recycling items um as far as the people in ontario and canada we recycle like crazy but they just can't do anything with it there's just too much so you know it's a shame but if you people didn't know that that's the truth you can look it up and google it and figure out what's going on but uh mm. yeah the ontario government finally admitted they were like yeah half that shit doesn't get recycled um so you know i mean it's a nice habit that we have but it's almost just a habit so anyways, uh, Jason Ward says stretching and yoga helped uh, him lose his weight. And you're looking fantastic, my friend. So keep that up. Yoga. I've thought about yoga. Maybe I will try yoga after all this, you know, muscle tightness and stuff I've been having. But, you know, I kind of do tree yoga. I get serious stretching all day anyways, right? We do at my workplace. We, we're like a, a Japanese automotive company where we do exercise. Really? In the morning, yeah, oh, yeah, stretches and exercises, and then that's when awesome. we uh, come back from lunch, we do the same thing—a different set of stretches. Um, and one of them is uh, they tell us to put our our arm, our hand, arms behind our back over our head like this. Right. Almost everybody on the crew, because they do a lot of yoga and have been doing these stretches for a long time, they can take their opposite arm to the you know the opposite direction behind them and grab their hand their hands together like like this on their back okay yeah i know what you're saying and i'm like how the hell do you do that i'm like if you could do that why are you here man i like, think i could do that i there's no way of trying that right now i can barely like move further right. than this um but i think normally i might be able to pull i can definitely i can already touch yeah ow yeah, don't try to do things when you've pulled things, kids. No, no, it's stupid. not a good idea. It's all like back here. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it does let you know you're alive when like, you try oh, to do that when you're injured. Oh my god, it's the fucking worst. I know normally when this happens, it's that one where you know when you can't really, you got to do this. You're like you've right, hurt you your neck move, and like, you can't really turn your neck, but it's like lower, so I, I can turn my neck, but my shoulder fucking kills. So hmm. I don't know. People, be careful with yourselves. You know. Uh all right. Well, that was fun. We caught up on a lot. Anything new with you? What's going on with the weed industry out there? Uh, nothing currently too crazy going on. Uh, without breaking kayfabe, my workplace is so ahead of everything that uh, they're looking to give us the week of Christmas off. Oh, Because nice. we're so, we, we have so much backstock, right. uh, which is good and bad. Um, it, it, being that, that this is the year that it is, there's not a lot of traveling going on. So there's not as many sales that are happening. Right. Um, that's that's across the board, uh, not just my company. Um, so the, the the industry, I wouldn't say is hurting by by this by any means, but we're definitely feeling it. Finally, you know, ten months into it, we're start. I'm so I, weird because that means people have to literally be smoking less weed, and that's uh, fucked up to it, me. There's there's a lot. There's a large portion of sales that come from outside Colorado. There are a lot of people that travel here. Uh, whether oh, yeah, the tour, them or they're yeah. here to visit. Right. When you take a large portion of that touristy thing out, 
uh, you're still bringing in a shit ton of money because you still have all of the medical people that are here. Um, and just, you know, there is definitely been an increase in, in sales overall, but currently with everything going on and, and it's holiday season, it typically slows down anyway. Right. Right. Uh, but then you have spikes because of, of Thanksgiving, then in Christmas and new year's. Um, but this year I don't, I don't see it happening. Not, not as, as spiky as it's been in the past. You know, there are going to be some spikes, but it's going to be in a whole uh, not category, the, unfortunately. Uh, not the weed category, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, everybody just do the do the thing. Stay home with your immediates. Oh my God. I mean... It, it's, it's funny, you know, we're part of that Generation X. And I, I don't want to speak for you, but I was a latchkey kid. As was and I. And so, like... Oh, it was a podcast. Uh, so, like, we were born for this, right? Generation X and Latchkey, we're born to just sit at home and, and watch TV and play video games and be creative and do this sort of thing. Um, so it's it's not terribly hard. It, it's been a great year for me to get a whole bunch of equipment. Yeah. You know, so... <laughs> It's getting hard. I'm, I'm okay with folks. it. It is getting hard. It's totally getting hard. Yeah. I put on a, I put on a, a great show on the outside, um, but yeah, it's uh, you know I was offered birthday sex in September. Yeah, and I haven't been able to cash it in because of <laughs> of 2020. That sucks. That's a chit that you don't want to have to sit on for too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, September. <laughs> It's actually closer to the person that gave me the birthday sex coupon. It's closer to their birthday now. See, well, I just worry about the people that haven't done fuck all because there's a lot of people like I happen to live a very active lifestyle. I happen to get out there and I happen to do a lot of things that have uh, enabled me to focus on those areas like work and trees and nature and hiking and camping and things that just would take you out of it anyways, right? So I've been able to do that with the people that I've kept in my close bubble. But there's a lot of people out there, especially in the comic book community and in the nerd industry, that are very introverted and are not extremely active people, um, and they stay inside a lot. And they're, you know, I know a lot of folks who are cabin fevered enough as it is. Um, You throw this on top, and it's, it's severe isolation, we're not meant to be isolated like this, you know, no. especially in four walls. It might be different if you're, say, cast away on a, you know, or I guess casted away um, on an island and you're, you know, know, forced to live and work for yourself outside and build your own, like, you know, shelter and all that. But it's not how it is. Like, we already grow up a lazy species. Our food is made for us. Everything's given to us. Everything's, you know, so easy in this day and age that you take away the ability to consume there's not much left because that's all we do now we consume you know we don't actually necessarily fight for what we consume or have to work for what we consume it's all right there you take your money and you go get what you need and then you take it back to your four walls and you sit in those four walls and stare at the little thing with the four corners and you know all night long and it's not healthy and we already watch so much television or entertainment or whatever you want to call it. So those are the folks I worry about the ones that are kind of getting a double dose of cabin fever right now. I hope you're all holding on out there. And that's why I'm always constantly encouraging all of you to at least go for a walk 10 minutes down your street, down and back. Do do you wonders, do you wonders? 
um, don't let it get to you. Those walls will start to close in and you can't let them. You got to get out of that fucking garbage compactor and you got to finish the whole goddamn mission. Um, and your mission should be something. Uh, I worry about the people who don't have any kind of mission right now. The people whose missions were yanked away from them. Cause I know how that feels. I'm lucky enough to have a very full life with many aspects I can turn to, but say I had been, you know, you know how important comic conventions are to me. To us and to us both. Yeah, of course. And you know, I thrive on them and to take that away, I'm very lucky that it's not all I had because if it was all I had, I'd have nothing else right now. And that would worry me. I don't know where my mental state would be had I not been, you know, like I was off for four months while everybody else was, but it was my choice in a way I could have started working right away. I decided to take advantage of while the rest of the world was off. Why be out of sync and, you know, continue to, I took a little sabbatical and then Mm -hmm. decided I was bored of that and wanted to get back to, to climbing trees. So I did. And, you know, it's been nice to have that to focus on. Um, but geez, if it, and, and if you're out there and you are cabin fevered and you are alone, please reach out, reach out to me, reach out to Josh, reach out to Definitely. anybody because that's what social media is for. And that's, what's going to, you know, keep you from really going over the edge. I've lost yeah. friends over cabin fever. I know so, some I of that has been lost on the internet, you know, people, people just sit there and bitch and complain about stuff instead of, you know, I mean, that's how you and I met each other was through Twitter. It was and, through Twitter. And I, all the, the fun and adventures that we've had. We remember that one time we got in the car that was totally unlocked. We thought it was ours. Yeah. I mean, we both know, sat I, in the car and realized we're not in your car. Not the right car. Like absolutely it, insane. It, instead of it was. Um, instead of it being what 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 a lot of the social media is now is just bitching about stuff and complaining. And, Dude, I'm and, not even. I, I go back to what you what we started with spoiling things. It's it's so it, angry Twitter. I had to basically. I'm not off it, but I don't use it much. And when I do go on it, I'm just reading other stuff. But I I never tweet anymore because let me let me let me. It's such an with. angry site. It's become Twitter was where we all met. It's where this whole yeah. beautiful podcasting community that I've been a part of for ten years began was on Twitter. And I can't find the beauty of it. You know, some people I know are still hardcore and they hold on to it. Sean Daly, Bob Sally, these guys are still big Twitter heads. Um, I couldn't hold on, man. I had to let it go because it was just too toxic. Here's the thing. You need to go back through who you're following and then adjust slightly. Add add some naked Twitter to your feed. It's great (laughs) because you're sitting here, you're scrolling. Maybe somebody has something you know, they're, they're complaining about something or they're, they're hate posting about something and you scroll and then there's some naked bodies. It just, it eases <laughs> everything. I love naked Twitter. Sure. I guess that would it, brighten the landscape a little bit. Yeah. It? I mean, like you sit there, it's like political post, hate post, shit post, meme, titties. Oh, Oh, that that freshened the palate. All right, let's go back through now. Very good. Scroll. Yeah, that's a suggestion I could consider. You know, or whatever know, body fuck. part you're into looking. Yeah. I'm just saying, like yeah. naked Twitter. <laughs> naked Twitter it really helps every helps the scrolling <laughs> out a lot. Oh, uh, sweet. I'm a I'm I'm much more into Instagram now, and uh, there's nearly naked Instagram all over the place. Fair. Pretty much what Fair. it mainly is. So that does fill that void, indeed. Uh, there's an hour for you kids uh, Josh thank you so much for joining me on the premiere episode whatever the hell this new podcast studio is going to be called um, 
I don't know, but we'll figure it out whether yeah, I let it. Well, you, should, you, should, you should do a poll. Should I? I should leave it up to the people, right? I should take suggestions. Yeah, and take like, suggestions. I don't have like prizes or anything though, right? Um, um, I still haven't made. Remember those cool t-shirts that my very good friend Mia had made for me? And uh, back when, and I was like, yeah, everybody loved him so much. They're like, where's mine? I was like, oh, I have to totally make t-shirts. I never even fucking did that. So maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe now that I am on my own here and I have a lot more to focus on, um, we can go harder with those things. As, uh, as much as I want to uh, still keep it light and old school like we used to because I'm having a lot of fun doing this, just hanging out, talking with my friends, I also uh, want to go hard with it, um, you know, and uh, see what we can do again. Where is that SPP box? box what's he talking about what are you talking about jay spp i don't know what he means uh oh for you did i say i have a bunch for you i've got a lot of source point press still um point you know of a lot of it is uh still there smoking pod two electric boogaloo <laughs> Uh, see, that's the kind of entertainment we'll get. Thank you, Sam. We'll definitely. Uh, it's that's always everybody's like go to for a sequel. I love that. I think I did. Oh no, I did open that. Um, Jay's talking about a box I had that I I just it came for Toronto Comic Con last March, and since that didn't happen, I never even opened the box. Uh, but I did eventually open the box, and uh, it was a lot of good stuff. Um, that's in there. So maybe I'll, I'll sort a lot of that out. Maybe we can start having a weekly segment, uh, you know, some sort of source point uh, spotlight. Um, mm-hmm. Either way, kids, I'm back. Um, we're going to do this. Uh, I'm sorry. It's been off and on for, I'd say, you know, like the last year or maybe even two. Uh, the show isn't what it once was, but it did ca- continue on. I'm proud that it did carry through. Um, a lot of things went down, you know, your life changes in a lot of crazy ways, um, after big events. And, um, that's basically what it's been through. But, uh, I'm, uh, like I said, um, let me publicly thank Aaron, uh, the cute vixen, the mother of my child for, uh, you know, sticking through it. Uh, we got through it. We're good. Here we are. Uh, we will continue to have each other's backs. I know we will. Um, so thank you for that. Um, and we just uh, we step into the next chapter because uh, the chapters continue. Um, so many good chapters. And I'm excited about this chapter. I'm excited for what's to come. Uh, hey, there's Tony McKay jumping in there. The High J Palace, a.k.a. the HJ Palace. That's something we could definitely work with as well. Yeah, we're going to do this. I'm going to get a whole bunch of suggestions. I'll make some kind of video or go live one day. We'll make it we'll a, do a poll thing. or something. Yeah, we'll do a poll. I'll pick the best ones. Uh, we'll figure out what we can do. Uh, but there you go. Uh, moving on, keeping, uh, keep it going. Hustle, hustle. Uh, that's all we are going to have this week on an elegant weapon kids. So, uh, you know what I mean? Take it is. I'm, I'm off cue. Sorry. I'm still working on it. One of these days after 10 years, I'm going to get it ready. I'm going to get it. Scobblehem by the Slackers, the Boss Harmony Sessions. Check it out. You're all wonderful. Love you all. Takarish.